Welcome back to the Carlos Jr. Journey. This is episode 16. And in this episode, I'm going to be getting into more detail about the startup of your cannabis business to get it written and and flowing and you, so you know, so you know what you're doing. And so you got to know the process of growing plants, right? So plants grow through the photo, through the process of photosynthesis and they get their energy from the sun. So they convert that those molecules in the air created from the sun and the necessary environmental conditions around the plant in order f- to allow it to grow and and to flourish. <laughs> now we've understood what types of nutrients can allow it to grow a lot bigger and with a with a lot higher quality than in the past. So that's the benefit of research and development within your growing of the plants because we've been able to create very high quality plants in this generation than in any generation. And one way of growing is hydroponically. And so when you're growing hydroponically, you depend on indoor grow lights. You may also do a greenhouse where the greenhouse is able to receive actual sunlight. And that's also really great for the plants to let it to grow to extreme uh, to extreme growths to extreme lengths and so and the buds grow pretty pretty big and so it all depends on the way you grow it so in this instance of what I'm going to be describing is a hydroponic plantation and so you, the different lighting systems that you use within hydroponics is LEDs or HPS bulbs. And these two different types of lighting systems, they attempt to recreate the same lighting wavelengths that our own sun provides to plants outdoors so the LEDs and HPS is are pretty much mimics through the through the configurations and lighting frequencies that the that allows the cannabis plant to grow at its maximum efficiency and with the process of lighting with a cannabis plant cannabis plants they during germination grow in dark and moderate temperature such as like 70 degrees uh i i believe i talked about the actual 
uh, temperature you needed for the germination. Um, I'm just trying to see if I can find that information right here pretty quickly to see if I can tell you what type of germination. Nah, so it doesn't, you know, it's probably going to be around 70 degrees. And so for the germination, and it could be done in a dark place, and within paper towels that are soaked in water and there's also a, a method within dipping seeds in a cup of water and seeing which ones flow and sink and I believe that the ones that f float are bad the ones that sink are okay but don't but you're gonna you know I I didn't you know, I, I'm not doing the method. The method I am doing is the paper towel one within p plastic bags. <clears throat> so, and and a bunch of different strains as well within each seed. And p being able to have enough, hundreds and hundreds, to actually pick out the ones that are good because you're gonna have to get rid of some of those seeds some of those actual plants as well if if you don't if you didn't if they didn't grow out to be um, so, so ones that didn't didn't make it through the, the batch of plants that you attempted to grow so you know you always want to grow a large amounts of seeds and just always keeping track of how many seeds you you uh, attempted to germinate and how many were successfully germinated and how many were you successfully to plant so you know you gotta pick the best of the best ones of the germinations and so those those will grow those, those grow in the dark for, for vegetative stage of a plant that's when it's grown up to be three inches, six inches, you know, 12 inches in, in height, cannabis plant. This is a, this, this lighting cycle is an 18 and six hour lighting cycle. So So the 18 hours is daylight and six hours is nightlight. And this will maximize the growing stage of the vegetative stage. And th that'll be the lighting cycle all the way up until you want to, until it's time to switch the lighting cycles on the plants. And when you switch the lighting cycles to a 12-hour daylight and 12-hour nightlight cycle of growing, this switch this signals to the plant that it's ready to start growing its buds. And in that that lighting cycle is a perfect lighting cycle to 
get your buds growing effectively because you know you that lighting cycle is going to send a message to your plants in which and it's and when it grows in its highest quality and effective ways that's the that's the way it's going to help the plant grow and bud so throughout the 12 and 12 hour lighting cycle of the the budding stage it's gonna you're gonna remain at that throughout the whole budding cycle and along what you get and, and understanding the processes of what happens with the lights and with and what it does to the plants is important because your your lights are made with the right wavelengths to create the highest quality of cannabis plants and so you've got to feed the plants water specifically purified water and mix together with the fertilization system such as the dosatron to to be able to mix the purified water and necessary nutrients and pH and EC stabilizers to be able to inject that into through solenoid systems which are pretty much uh, pistons that open and close the water system to be able to feed the nutrients into the necessary rooms throughout your whole entire building and it's going to happen throughout your your watering room where that's going to be your main uh, source of water in which you feed the necessary rooms and the way you set up the, your solenoid systems is going to determine the way that your plants get fed throughout every single room so playing playing that system accordingly is going to be an important task for when you're creating your grow rooms and uh, like I was saying the, the lighting and understanding the, pro the scientific process of how the cannabis plant grows at its at it into its highest quality is through understanding what happens within a plant and what does happen through a plant is that the water and nutrients go up and down the xylem and phloem and these are the inner tubes within plants that transport water up into the leaves and down to the roots and it's a whole cycle and process so being able to understand how exactly how much water these cannabis plants need to be because the, of the of the way they're growing and their ability to transport more water when they're older and you know less water when they're younger you know 
using these into your growing cycles is important. And also within the cannabis plant, the, the phytochromes are the actual chemical processes happening within the, the leaves and the plant itself. And phytochromes is the, the, I guess you could say the lighting part of the plant and how it obtains light to photosynthesize and to use, a, to use it for energy to be able to grow. And phytochrome, there's phytochrome far red, phytochrome red, and both of these interact with each other at different points of daylight and lighting cycles. And these are different chemical processes that are happening within the plant. So phytochrome red gain is made through nightlight with the process of phytochrome far red being the actual nightlight and there's no light within night but the night is far red so phytochrome far red is the in, in this case is when it's at daylight and the phytochrome red with far red I mean the phytochrome far red happens during daylight and the phytochrome far red is in the plant the light red is in the air when it's daylight so it's the, this red light during the daylight hours is storing energy into the plant as phytochrome far red so when it's when when you're in your nighting light cycle it converts the far red into phytochrome red within the plant during nighttime and throughout this process within the chemical processes of actual growing of a plant allows for the grower to understand how to grow at its maximum efficiency and quality with lights and nutrients within indoors to mimic the processes that happen outdoors. And And so, another nutrient that corresponds to the water nutrient system is the actual climates, the temperature, and the carbon dioxide levels. Because plants themselves absorb in a lot of carbon dioxide from the air and if they're indoors they're not going to be intaking a lot of that carbon dioxide 
So you're gonna have to have a carbon dioxide system. And this carbon dioxide system injects carbon dioxide during daylight hours when the temperatures are high and creating uh, an effect on the plant that opens up and transports all of these different uh, molecules of the carbon dioxide within the air. Uh, you, you, you want to also be able to lower the nutrients within your drip irrigation system because at such a high level of temperature and transpiration happening within your and transportation throughout the chemicals with, within the plant and while it's absorbing a large amounts of CO2 it, it it can stunt your plants if you're also feeding it the same amount of nutrients that you're feeding it before you were feeding it CO2 so lowering the nutrient mixture within your drip irrigation system is essential in this stage of of CO2 injection because you don't want to stunt your plant because your plants already transporting all it's transporting a lot of nutrients that at this time because the temperatures are really high and, and water is going to be absorbing at a higher rate so you don't want to feed your plant too many nutrients at once throughout this process because then it, it's, it, it'll be bad for your plants so you want to feed it mostly pure water during this process if not completely pure water to allow your plant to use up the nutrients and gain just be able to live on some pure water while you're feeding it CO2 nutrients and really maximizing growing efficiency within your actual growth of the plants within your grow rooms. And it's, it's the whole entire environmental conditions in which allows the plant to grow, which are, is also the temperatures. And so the, the temperature, when you're feeding CO2 into your grow rooms is, let me see, oh, I got it right here, 84 degrees Fahrenheit. So, during injection of CO2, it's 84 degrees. But without CO2, you would be normally having your plants at 74 degrees Fahrenheit. So that's a 10 degree difference when you're injecting CO2 into the air and when you're not injecting CO2 into the air. So that's going to be done through your temperatures in your HVAC system. So 
ventilation should also be minimized when you're injecting CO2 into the air because you don't want to be continuously extracting air during a CO2 injection process. So you can determine the the, actu the actual uh, qu quantity of CO2 within the air with the accurate measure, measure measuring of the PPM gaseous levels within the the grow room. So to have the accurate reading, you, you can't have too many elements being being uh, an an and influencing the measuring system. So the measuring system's got to be set up when the ventilation system is pretty much set off or very low because because of the, what I just said and you know it's going to extract the CO2 and you want to you don't want that when you're trying to have an accurate meeting meter measuring of the actual gaseous percentages within your grow room and and temperatures and humidity levels and and dehumidifying de having a dehumidifier and a humidifier to be able to control the humidity within your room is also important and also what's also important throughout your rooms is to be able to feed it actual natural air from the outside that's filtered so when you're feeding it filtered air from the outside it's completely filtered from any insects that are capable of entering very small spaces so having mesh screenings between each and every possibility of an area for an insect to enter within and without your building is extremely important when designing it and so but feeding it natural air from the outside is really going to allow these plants to have the natural gases such as nitrogen and hydrogen and oxygen and not just natural air from the outside because that's what that's what they really need in order to grow uh, very effectively and in, in the same time being able to environmentally control at the same time so feeding it natural you know you're able to control all this air uh, f throughout the whole building and you're also going to be extracting the air through carbon filters to filter out the the smell of the cannabis plant when it's exiting the building and minimizing the ability for the smell to exit this building it's going it's going to be inevi inevitable when it's it's in the retail areas but being able to minimize the majority of the whole entire growing is important to minimize the smell throughout the outside of the building so to minimize uh, complaints which is extremely important
And so, uh, the nutrients, uh, you know, when, when you're when you're when you're injecting water into the roots of your plants through the the link of tubings throughout your whole building that ultimately turn off and on throughout every building it's a it's pressurized system that fluently allows the water to reach all the parts of the building but not too much pressure where it can burst the pipings of throughout the whole entire building it's a system set up where only the rooms that need the water will be able to turn on and off through solenoid systems and allow this water to flow into this room and when it flows into this room it'll be set up with other tubings that direct it directly to the plant through through its own solenoid systems as well and its own so so you want to do do you want to have solenoid systems throughout every room so you can be able to turn and off the water of each and every room and being able to control these solenoid systems electronically through a computer will also maximize your effectiveness in the growing process and um, for your testing rooms and the gas chromatography uh, gas chromatography is pretty much the taking a, a small sample of the actual cannabis plant that you've grown and dried and putting it into a, and you inject into a testing equipment which is the gas chromatography system and it it does a whole lot of scientific shenanigans within the actual machine itself such as uh, heating it and extracting gases and understanding what type of uh, molecules are within this substance so it'll tell you the pretty much all you need to know about what the percentages are within a plant and if it has any pesticides in it if it has any what the percentage levels of THC and CBD are and also the, it's also going to tell you about the other cannabinoids that you probably never heard of like CBG or C CBDA and different different types of cannabinoids and there's hundreds of them uh, but it, it'll give you the majority of the percentages such as the THC and the CBD and what's what the terpenes are within the plant to allow you to, to 
to determine the actual properties of the cannabis plant and how to implement it within the sale of your plants by understanding the, the exact terpenes and, and levels of THC and CBD you're putting into your cannabis plant. So that's if you've grown your all your plants effectively and consistently with consistent results and you determine that your your cannabis plants grew all at the desired rate so you so testing different plants throughout the grow room and just testing a bud to be able to determine the uh, the the average percentage of this plant is also important when you're labeling it on your 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 products. So having an average of the different percentages that of the same strain within the grow room um, it is. It will allow to have more effective results when within the the your actual descriptions of the strain when you're selling it. And 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 so, like, we're, you know, hold up, hold up. I remember what I was talking about. Yeah, the testing lab. And so, within the testing lab, you get the results and you find the averages within the strain and then use the average to label your product with it. And you could also use a oil machine. What I mean by the oil machine, it's the oil extracting mechanism that which in which you load up in a pretty large drum, let's say a pressure uh, pressurized drum, and you feed it your cannabis product and it feeds and uses this cannabis product into this oil extracting mechanism that extracts the THC and CBD and terpenes and all the all the necessary elements within the actual uh, usage of cannabinoids in, in everyday life the oil extracting machine allows you to extract the pure purified form within an oil form and this oil form you know it could it could be 99 up to a hundred percent. Uh, sometimes there's 75% to 100% uh, 
uh, THC or CBD. And the mechanism that I'm running, uh, we will only run complete 100% uh, products. And also creating extremely concentrated uh, oils that that we extract with with uh, with CBD and and or THC and mixing both of these cannabinoids that were extracted from the machine and only those cannabinoids to be able or maybe another cannabinoid in which allows to calm the nerves of people with epilepsy and also creating a different one with you know majority CBD and small amount of THC to be able to activate that T that CBD and these will be into syringe forms so extremely high concentrated CBD uh, types of medicines that I'm able to give to my patients that have epilepsy and cancer and the high CBD one for the cancer patient the, the and then the different medicine combination of cannabinoids for the epilepsy and then a different set of cannabinoid mixtures for different other illnesses such as um, me mental disabilities such as PTSD or other types of or Alzheimer's and these these are these are proven to be helped with high qualities and concentrations of cannabinoids in these oil forms and I'll also be that's the main duty but the I'm also going to be doing like drinks and edibles and you know my own significant products such as you know maybe one day ice cream it's like you know the things that I, I desire throughout the process when when it comes down in time to actually getting the products done and so packaging is also important in the way you package your materials and being able to test your oils as well through your testing equipment you want to be able to test that oil batch in order to know exactly what's inside of that as well because you don't want any other uh, types of material t inside of it uh, you don't want to test for the nutrients that, w that you're feeding into your water you don't want to test it for pesticides you purely want to test purely want to test it for the highest quality buds so you know that's going to be THC CBD CBG the terpenes in which and the terpenes are the actual flavor that's distinguished distinguishes its uh, strain you know uh, one strain will have a different terpene 
configuration of molecules within its within its uh, actual plant it is uh, you know they, they, they all have different molecular combinations that give it different tastes and gives it fruity tastes or bitter tastes so there's different strains in which taste better than others and they and there's many many different types of tastes because these different configurations of the terpene molecules and the different terpenes within each strain is what allows it to be a very well uh, respected and wanted plant in society because it's you know it's options and people like options when it comes down to food and what it comes down to the resources you need to survive either be alcohol you know beer whiskey tequila you know blue dream as in strain like bud strains blue dreams sour diesel ak-47 con candy you know it's it's people love options so that's what you want to provide you want to provide value with to your customers with options and the necessary options to be able to help the person in the process and so with your packaging of your pro of your of your product uh, to be able to display the percentages and the quantities of different cannabinoids and the percentages within the products allow the consumer to understand and know what they're taking and to have uh, actual uh, directions usage plan set up within the labeling as well because nowadays you know it's just you get your percentages that's what it is it says be careful this is only legalized in this certain state and it's it's medicine don't give it to children and boom sold right now you know you got to be able to like an actual medicinal medicine it gives you the directions and the right and how to use it properly so having that within your packaging is is going to be a very important part of what you do for your business and the way you maneuver around the words that you present within your products and your your business and so you're probably wondering what is the righteous usage actually that I've been saying throughout these episodes what is the righteous usage to righteously use cannabis well to start off it's very expensive stuff And so it's not a great. It's not a. It's not a. It's not something you'd be 
doing on a regular basis because of its of its expenses. But if we could get all of these things lowered and all of the ergonomics and sustainabilities together, then we'll be fine. Um, but the righteous usage and the righteous ways to use cannabis is to first understand the three main parts of the cannabis plant. And from there, um, it well, there's four. There's four main parts to the cannabis plant. One of them is THC. The other one are, are the and this, these are different THCs, but the THC and the THCA, all the THCs that underlies in these main in, in the main parts of the cannabis plant. So there's THC, there's CBD, there are terpenes, and then there is the actual name of it, whether it be ruderalis or indica or sativa so throughout these four things is to understand those four things so the CBDs, the THCs, the terpenes and the name behind it and the name is pretty much self-explanatory you want to know what it is and so that's very important so the name is very important. Having the pure form of whatever it is that you're going is very important. You don't want to n- not know what it is that you're growing. And so t- THC and THCA is a s- psychoactive and endocannabinoid molecule that connects and uses the same molecules that are created within the human body and enhances enhances those chemicals and the chemistries within our body and the and this and the psychoactive part is because uh, what because it will it will it will change the the way you see things and it'll it'll change your eyes and it'll make your eyes red and you know you you see things more vividly in in, in some circumstances so it's it's a psychoactive for that and it's it's a the THC is the part in which Enhances the or the chemicals in our body in which we're already there, and so putting more of that chemical that's naturally created into in, in our body uh, allows us to have that effect so that we get high from it, and that's the THCs of it, and the CBD 
are the cannabinoid parts of the chemistries within the plant. And the cannabinoids, the CBDs, the CBDGs, the CBGs, these cannabinoids are the medicinal parts of the cannabis plant. And the these cannabinoids are the can are they, they interlock with different chemicals within our body and it stops the stuttering within the interconnections in our in our neural system and blood circulation and our blood pressure and so cannabinoids they they limit the process of a of a let's say either it be epilepsy it will stop the stutters that occur within the the seizures and what this does it allows the person if with the ingestion of cannabinoids on a regular basis pretty much locks away all the stuttering that had that that this person has has been occurring throughout their life and people with ca- with cancer the cannabis limits the duplications within the cancer cells within the body by reducing the these synaptic chemical changes within our body to be able to slow down the process of whatever it is that's hurting the body and allowing the, the, the cells that actually help our body to take their their charge out whatever it is that's hurting the person whether it be anxiety back pain Alzheimer's, cancer, or seizures, cannabis, or, or PTSD as well, the, ca- the cannabinoids, the CBDs, and even with the use of THCs at uh, sometimes, will allow for the endo- endocannabinoid systems, which is the system in which influences the the synaptic uh, and synapses between the neural systems and the actual function of the body and allows the, the individual to be aware of what's occurring with within and without their body. And this will this greatly reduces disease within the person as well. To be mindful about what's happening, and to have that medicinal cannabinoids, and to be able to lock out the duplications of hurtful cells within the body.
and to slow it down to a stage where your immune system can fight back and has a chance to fight back. And it's been proven to work. And so it's important to know the THCs and and to righteously use THC and CBDs into the proper uh, consistencies and potencies and uh, molecular combination of the THCs and CBDs to be able to medicinally use it and create it on a regular basis to to actually create medicinal usage out of this plant and and the other part of the cannabis plant the main parts of it the third main part is the terpenes and like I said the terpenes is the smell the flavor and like just like a lavender plant has its own terpenes that release its own fragrance but the actual cannabis buds have some of the same terpenes that are in lavender and other plants so this this was what allows it to have that distinct uh, fl- flavor contents within it and aroma. So, so the the way we extract it is to is through the oil mechanism that can pick and choose what type of molecules you're extracting from into oil form and then being able to use that into medicine medicinal forms such as a syringe or uh, edible um, or chocolates or drinks and stuff like that and so that's very important for the sustainability of of humans to be able to effectively medicate themselves and and to consume in a righteous way medicinally and to understand the righteous usage within the actual properties of plants to be able to influence us. So the terpenes could be very similar to the lavender plant. That's why you prefer this this strain of cannabis plant. And this is what makes you feel most at home because you've had you've loved the smell of lavender. And so when it and so it's important to have different strains so you have different variety of life experiences coming back to you through this aroma. And so the fourth part Oh, I said the fourth part. So that's yeah, that's pretty much the names and what what are they what they're called. So if it's if it if the aroma and taste of this bud tastes like strawberry, 
and you know you purchase the seed you under you know that the seed is actually strawberry strain of cannabis and they're really named because of what it's smell and taste like so if you if you have pure strawberry strain of cannabis plant then it's gonna smell and taste like strawberry and that's what you really want you know you want to be able to name the strain effectively and have the highest quality of to be able to produce life-changing experiences through different types of aromas and that's the whole experience of the righteous usage of cannabis plant is to be able to experience the different life experiences that you can obtain from the different aromas and different uh, effects through the percentages of, uh, of the cannabinoids within your plant when you when you're ingesting it and to always know that you are consuming something that will benefit you you know if if you feel like you get high too much consuming CBD will reverse the effects of THC and allow the person to think about what it is that they're doing when they're ingesting so much THC and it, it the, the CBD being that medicinal hand that reaches out when you you want to understand what it is that you want to learn when you're ingesting the cannabis plant the the CBD is that helping hand when it comes down to reversing the effects of THC and to relax your body and to deeply medicate your whole body and mind and spirit to be able to relax and think about what's important in life and the things that make you happy and that's my main goals in my life and that's to be able to provide all this information righteous usage and and extremely high quality products and architecture and experience for the visitor to be able to have a extreme healing moment in their life and and have that be able to influence them whenever they decide to come in and that's really important to me and that's what makes me happy and uh, so if you like this episode please leave a like and share with your friends and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you.